0: Ralph returned to his knothole. Keith was lying in bed with the sports car in one hand. How do you feel now, asked Ralph. Awful, answered Keith. Before Ralph could reply, footsteps in the hall warned him that Keith's parents were coming. He drew back inside the knothole where he could observe without being seen. Mrs. Gridley paused by her son's bed and laid her hand on his forehead. He does feel a little warm, she remarked. (coughs) He'll probably be all right in the morning, said Mr. Gridley. He just hiked too far in the sun this afternoon. I hope so, the boy's mother sounded less certain. Mr. Gridley filled a glass at the wash basin and brought it to Keith. Here, son, drink this. Keith had... What is that? Water. It's like this clear stuff. When Keith had drunk the water, he fell back on his pillow and closed his eyes. His parents went quietly into room 216. When it was good and dark, Ralph ventured through the knothole. He could hear Keith breathing deeply, and he knew he was asleep. Since he had no one to talk to, he found his little crash helmet where he had hidden it behind the curtain. And after he adjusted the rubber band under his chin, he climbed up to the windowsill to look out into the world beyond the hotel with a dream about the lost motorcycle. From his perch on the windowsill, Ralph saw that the parking lot held more cars than usual. This meant that the motels back on the highway were full and travelers had followed the signs pointing to the Mountain View Inn. You could hear the holiday weekend activity in the halls too. People walking up and down, luggage being set with a thump on the floor, keys rattling in locks. Gradually as the night wore on, the hotel grew silent. More silent than usual for now. Even the second floor mice were quiet. There was no scurrying, scrabbling or squeaking inside the walls. In the seven, silence. Eight,
1: nine, ten, dad. Yeah. Dad, um, you made a page. I
0: don't. I don't think so.
1: I don't know. You, didn't. Wait, you dad, are what
0: on, page oh. are you on? What
1: page are we on, Ada? What numbers are these? What
0: number What numbers are these?
1: One, two, seven. Nope. What?
0: Eight. Eight. One, two, eight. Or
1: 128.
0: 128. And one, yeah. two, one, two... In the silence, Keith... In the silence, one, two, Keith tossed his sleep and mumbled something two, three, two, that sounded like one, two, motorcycle. He mumbled something that sounded like motorcycle. In a moment, his mother slipped through the doorway, pulling a robe on over her nightgown. Ralph hid behind the curtain, peeping out just enough to see what was going to happen. She laid her hand on her son's forehead and murmured, Oh, dear. Mom. Almost at once, she was joined by Keith's Where's father mom? downstairs. It was she was joined by Keith's father, who was trying the belt, uh, who was tying the belt to his bathroom. Where's What's the trouble?
1: The kids?
0: Asked. Uh, you're one of them. Thank Keith has a fever," answered the mother. "He's burning up. Have you ever gotten a fever, Ada? I think you have.
1: No, I have a cough right now. Yeah, you're both pretty and sick. I have a nose.
0: Ralph was shocked. The boy really was sick. It was not too many peanuts or too much hiking. The boy was really and truly sick. The father turned on the lamp on the bedside table and he too laid his hand on the boy's forehead. Keith opened his eyes. I'm so hot, he mumbled. I want to drink.
1: Where are the kids?
0: His mother pulled back a blanket while the father brought a glass of water and held up his son's head so he could drink part of it. Ralph watched anxiously, but this time he was not selfishly concerned no, about room service. The
1: movie. Yeah, he was concerned.
0: Ralph was concerned about Keith, oh. the boy who had saved him from a terrible fate in the wastebasket, and who had trusted him with his motorcycle. The boy who had forgiven him when he lost that motorcycle, and who brought him food, not only for Ralph but his whole family. We better give him an aspirin oh, so to bring down the dead. temperature, not said Mrs. Gridley.
1: Dad, he said he was feeling awful, yeah. but not. He- not sick.
0: Well, I think I think he meant, like, his body felt awful. Oh. Yeah. Dumb. Mr. Gridley started towards room 216. Stopped and stepped his fingers as if he had just remembered something. I took the last one back in Rock Springs, Wyoming, he said. I had a headache from driving toward the sun all afternoon. I meant to buy some more when we stopped, but I didn't think of it until now. I should have thought of it myself, said Mrs. Gridley. I knew we were almost out. Never mind, I'll get some. Mr. Gridley picked up the telephone, listened, shook it, and listened again and said, That's peculiar. The line seems to be dead. They must disconnect the switchboard at night, said the mother. But surely there is someone on duty at the desk downstairs. Every hotel has a night clerk. I'll go find out, said the father, and slipped out the door into the hall. I'm so hot, mumbled Keith. I'm so hot. His mother wrung out a washcloth in cold water and laid it on his son's forehead. Her son's forehead. You'll feel better soon as we get you an aspirin," she whispered. The minutes dragged by. What's keeping him? Thought Ralph. Why doesn't he hurry? The old hotel snapped and creaked. Keith rolled and tossed, trying to find a cool spot on the pillow. His mother wrung out the washcloth that in more cold water. When's Dad coming? Asked Keith. His eyes bright and his cheeks flushed. In a minute. Soothe his mother. He'll be here in a minute. I wish he would hurry, thought Ralph.
1: Wait, what, he was, what was his dad doing? The
0: dad, the dad was going to get an aspirin.
1: What's an aspirin?
0: That's a kind of medicine. Still the minutes dragged.
1: Wait, is he going to the store to get
0: it? Uh, he was going downstairs, but maybe that's what he's doing now. I don't know. Still the minutes dragged. Finally, footsteps were heard in the hall, and Mr. Gridley returned to 215 "'He's here with the aspirin,' whispered Mrs. Gridley to Keith. "'At last,' thought Ralph, "'I thought he would never come.' Mr. Gridley shook his head. "'There isn't an aspirin to be found any place. "'he sounded thoroughly exasperated. "'First of all, the night clerk was sound asleep "'on the couch in the lobby, "'and I had a dickens of a time waking him up, "'and I finally did manage to. "'He couldn't find any aspirin anywhere.' "'Oh, no!' exclaimed the mother. "'Oh, no!' echoed Ralph's thoughts. "'What about that little gift shop off the lobby?' "'asked Mrs. Gridley.' It must sell aspirin. Locked up tight and the clerk went home with the key, answered Mr. Gridley. Oh, dear. The light clerk was really very nice about it, said the father. He even came up and looked in the housekeeper's office. How far is the nearest drug store? Twenty-five miles back on the main highway, answered the father. And it's closed at ten o'clock and doesn't open until nine in the morning. The mother held her watch under the lamp. And it's almost one o'clock. It is hours until morning. She crossed the room to wring out the washcloth again. What will we do? What can we do? Asked the father ho- helplessly. I haven't telephoned the doctor, but there has been a bad accident back on the highway and he can't come. The night clerk said he would telephone the milk man before he starts his route at six and ask him if he can bring some aspirin, but he won't get here until seven or later. All he can do is wait. Keith tossed under the Keith tossed under the old washcloth. Um, I think I'd like to go to sleep now, he muttered thickly. I guess that's all you can do, said his mother, and bent over to kiss his hot forehead before she turned out the light. Ralph did not even wait for the boy's parents to leave the room. As soon as the light was out, he leaped silently to the carpet, and by the time they had gone through the doorway into room 216, he had hidden his little crash helmet behind the curtain and was halfway through the knothole. Somewhere, someplace in that hotel, there must be an aspirin tablet, and Ralph was going to find it. He only wished he had the motorcycle so he could travel faster. That's the end of the chapter. Anything to say, anybody?
1: Oh, um... Wait, Dad, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, so... I need to do the names again.
0: I don't think you do. Yes, So, Dad, um... Dad, Dad, do you think he'll Dad, ever find the Dad, aspirin? Dad, do you
1: think... Um, yes, he will. But, Dad... What? So... I've. I only have one brother... Um... Three sisters. So, my brother is the oldest. How many sisters? Huh?
0: How many sisters?
1: Oh. <laughs> Did you forget? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I have... Four. Nope. sisters? Nope.
0: Maybe, wait,
1: five sisters? Count them. Um, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five. Uh, so my oldest brother is 12 he his name is Palden. my um s- my s- my oldest sister is um 11 and um her name is Clara and my um second to oldest sister is Scarlett. Um, and she's really sassy. And and she saves things for, like, months and months. Like, she still has meadows. Okay. From a long time ago. So, she's Scarlet. And I'm Miriam, and I'm six. So, Paladin James Murphy. Stop! And, um... Adelie Margaret Murphy, and she is three. And Adam, Margaret Murphy, and she's put twi- three. So Palden, Clara, Scarlett, Miriam, and Adelaide. And. Oh. And my mom is having twins. Identical. My mom is having identical girl twins. And um, I have a stop. 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 Um second. Um so and I have a pet named Indy, a dog, and he's four.